recording. All right. Sounds good. I am the lovely and less talented Sergeant Seagar. I am the sexy and even less talented Sergeant Bacon. <laughs> All right. Well, we're good. Uh, shall we uh, just go ahead and hit that pre-roll? Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Look at you go. You know what I was just thinking? Huh. We were so involved in what we're doing <laughs> that we completely missed to announce last episode was our two-year anniversary. What? Yeah. June 8th. Two years. Like, I knew it was coming up. I just wasn't thinking about it. Yep. To the day. Two years and 51 episodes. Wow. Well, it worked out, right? Because originally, we were uh, dropping on Mondays. Uh, yes, that's right. We we used to drop on Mondays. And then what happened, I think, if I remember right, Drill Weekend. And it's yeah. like, oh, crap, I got Drill Weekend and I have to drop. Uh, well, you were the only one editing then, too. Yes. And I found that I'm very efficient at editing. So Yeah, you're really you're actually really good. You got a natural knack for it. I guess. I, Hopefully everything sounds okay. Yeah, there were a few times uh where I was sitting on the drill floor with my computer with my headphones in trying to like quickly edit shit uh to get it out. <laughs> it sucked so bad. Like cuz I don't get to do that until everybody else is asleep and off my ass, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, do we even have a, like an idea of what this episode is all going to be about? I don't think we really do. Mm, no. Well, shall we get it started then? <laughs> Let's do it. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE, crack open a cold rippet, and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seaguard as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. He's running the distance. I thought I was going to make it before the end of that intro. Uh, you were really close. You were really close. <laughs> I, had to, I had to run upstairs and get uh, military history out of my, uh, my lunchbox. <laughs> I figured you were going to get a rip it instead. It's, it's military history. Uh, you want to just jump right into military history or should we pimp another podcast before we do that? Oh, um, yeah, we can pimp somebody. Uh, who should we pimp? I mean, there is a rotation. Who's next? Who would be next on the rotation? It, well, it would be simply Stogies. Oh, well, let's, I mean, as much as I love James. Yeah, he is a, he is a swell fella. Or a smelly fella. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do a rando pimp. Hey, do you have like a sound effect for the, the spinning the wheel? Uh, let me look and see if I do or not. <laughs> or um, Plinko. Do, 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 do. I, I don't. It doesn't. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, Maybe. That ain't it. No. Yeah, like a I, bingo ball? I don't. These. Okay. These, oh, wait. Hold on. That might work. Gotta work. That's all I have. That's the all right, do best it. I have. All right. Who do you want to pimp? Man, we just did VGL. Uh, can we pimp us? No. <laughs> we can't pimp us. I don't I don't have us uh brought up in the pre-roll. Damn it. No, oh, shit. I don't. <laughs> shit. Um, I'll tell you what. Um I'm gonna do it. This is 
the last time I'm good. I swear to God, this is the last time I am ever, ever, ever in the future history of Ice Forward March going to hit this button. Work. What? Please stand by. Technical difficulties. Can you do them all? <laughs> I can. All right. Hold do on. Them all. Hold, hold on. Hey everyone, I'm John, Hello, I'm Andrew, and I'm Kevin, and we are the Video Game Lounge Welcome to the commercial for Smoking and Drinking in Space, the sci-fi podcast of a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. All right, yes, this is the Video Game Lounge podcast. The podcast not here for those to do this, but it's all games, drink brews, join us every other Monday. Where we talk about what you're drinking, what you're playing, how it's important to each episode, we discuss games of past, present, and the involvement it may or may not have been I'm Logan, and I approve this message. <laughs> that was the best ever. And Logan approves that message. Oh, Lord. That was great. Whew, this is going to be a fun episode. Like, hey, listen, everybody. Times are changing, and we're just having some fun. Yep. Hey. Big things happening. Big things are happening. You got your history in front of you, my brother? <clears throat> I do. Well, then. It's time for military history. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. I present to you, Sergeant Bacon's. Military history. Man, if I could hold that accent, I would totally do it. <laughs> I for the entire thing. I couldn't do it either. Oof, it'd be tough. Four score in the year of our Lord, 1942. <laughs> yeah, this is like more than four score and seven years ago. Yeah. For the week of June 19th through June 25th, 2022, here's your military history. All right. Starting on June 19th, 1865. In Galveston, Texas, upon arrival of Union troops, Major General Gordon Granger read General Order Number 3. Ooh, which one was that? The people of Texas are informed that, in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, President Lincoln, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves. As a result, an estimated 250,000 enslaved African Americans in Texas were finally freed. Freedom! <laughs> the day is now celebrated as Juneteenth to commemorate emancipation and to recognize the struggle for freedom and equality of African Americans. Huh. You know what? I've, I've never, never knew that that's what Juneteenth was. Yeah. That's cool. That's what we do this. All right. Also on June 19th of 1903, birthday, baseball birthday, great Lou Gehrig was born. Oh, it was a birthday. Yep. Lou <laughs> uh, Gehrig was born in New York City. He played 2,130 consecutive games and seven World Series for the New York Yankees. He had a lifetime batting average of 340. He, cont <clears throat> he, he contracted... The degenerative muscle disease, amyotrophic lateral cirrhosis, ALS, now called oh, okay. Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. He died on June 2nd, 
1941. Wouldn't it be great to make baseball great again? Man, that speech he gave when he basically retired from baseball was amazing. I kind of actually want to listen to that because I don't think I've ever heard it. The past two weeks, you've been reading about a bad break. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. When you look around, wouldn't you consider it privilege to associate yourself with such a fine-looking man as a standing in uniform in this ballpark today? That I might have been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Thank you. All right. Junes? 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 I, I am going to drink my grape Junes. I want some Junes. Gin and Junes. Gin and Junes. <laughs> Baby. Straight up. Look, I, I've only had one bourbon already tonight, so we're, we should be in good shape. What, what's your bourbon? Uh, Buffalo Trace. Oh, there you go. This time, yeah, whatever I find in that, you know. Anywhere from Evan Williams to Elijah Craig price range. <laughs> I uh, I heard that uh, North Dakota's got a surplus of uh, Colonel Taylor. Oh, really? Yeah, yep. Let's try this again. June 20th, 1782, the U.S. Congress officially adopted the Great Seal of the United States of America. Moving along. But that's it? They just officially accepted it? Yep. Oh. Adopted it, whatever. Oh, so yeah. they had been using it unofficially. Oh, so they were like plagiarizing or stealing. And they're like, ah, okay, yeah, well, for reals, he were using it. But in 1782, was there plagiarism laws? Really? Ah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So another birthday on June 20th, 1924, American military hero and actor Audie Murphy was born in Kingston, Texas. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like he was a badass. Yep. He was the most decorated American soldier of World War II. He was awarded 37 medals and decorations, including the Medal of Honor for single-handedly turning back a German infantry company by climbing on a burning U.S. tank and firing a 50 cal machine gun, killing 50 Germans. He later became an actor in Western and war movies, and he had made 45 films, including The Red Badge of Courage, Destry, and To Hell and Back, based on his autobiography. He died May 28, 1971, in a plane crash near Roanoke, Virginia. What was Audie Murphy's MOS? <laughs> Badass? <laughs> right. No, for sure. He was too young. So the Marines wouldn't take him. Yep. I forget. The Navy wouldn't take him. And, no. Because he was only like 16 years old. But I think like in those times, if you were smart enough and conniving enough, if you were E4 Mafia enough to get into the military, you were a badass. Yeah. He so he got he got like a battlefield commission and everything. Like he was Yep. Um uh, I'm looking here to see if I can find what his MLS was. I would imagine looking at him. I'm looking at a picture of him right now on Wikipedia. Yeah. That dude would outfox Elvis Presley with the ladies. This is a good-looking man and a war hero. Have you ever seen To Hell and Back? 
Uh, no, actually, I don't think I have. So they're in, I think they're in Italy and they're clearing this building and he walks in and there's a mirror and he just fires and he shoots the guy in the mirror. What? Yeah. So the mirror was him, but he came in, saw movement and fired. But one of the guys that was with him, he was like, he goes, that's the first time I've seen a Texan beat himself to the draw. <laughs> <laughs> you beat your own ass in the mirror. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, look at that. 1950 to 1966, he was part of the Texas Army National Guard. Yeah, he ended up retiring as a major. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty cool. Bronze bronze star with two, one V device, three purple hearts. I mean- did you see his signature? Yeah. Dude. Isn't that cool? That is badass. I have a pretty wicked signature, but that is badass. You know why that you know why you have badass signatures? Because you're badass. Well, yes, that and you don't want other people to be able to forge your signature. Ah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. June twenty third, eighteen sixty five, the last formal surrender of Confederate troops occurred as Cherokee leader and Confederate Brigadier General. Wadi. Wadi? Wadi? W-A-T-I-E. Wadi. Wadi? Wadi. 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 I will butcher a name in a minute. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll do it in three seconds. So, Confederate General Wadi surrendered his battalion comprised of American Indians in the Oklahoma Territory. Now, he was the last one to give up. On June 25th, 1862, during the American Civil War, the Seven Days Campaign began as Confederate General Robert E. Lee launched a series of assaults to prevent the Union attack on Richmond, Virginia. The campaign included battles at Oak Grove, Gaines Mills, Garnet's Farm, Golding's Farm, Savage's Station, the White Oak Swamp, and the Malvern Hill, resulting in over 36,000 casualties on both sides. Despite losing the final assault at Malvern Hill, the Confederates succeeded in preventing the Union Army from taking Richmond. Damn. Yeah. Robert E. Lee was a freaking amazing general. It's just oh, yeah. too bad he fought for the wrong side. Well. I mean, he had the opportunity, right? Like we've talked about this in the past. He was given the opportunity to lead yeah. the Union in battle. And because he was from Virginia, he chose to side with the South. Yeah. I, I mean, A, uh, he's a man that stood for what he believed in. And he said, I believe in this. That's where I'm going. And B, the recruiter for the other side wasn't that good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, brought, they brought in General Grant. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean. Future President yep. Grant. Yeah. No, I mean, but that's I, the thing. I'd like, say that recruiter got a bonus. <laughs> uh, probably not. That recruiter probably had to come in on Sundays. You, you imagine that guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, General Grant? I yeah, recruited him. I recruited him. him. <laughs> uh, June 25th of 1876, General George A. Custer, leading 250 men, attacked an encampment of Sioux Indians near Little Bighorn River in Montana. Custer and his men were then attacked by 2,000 to 4,000 Indian braves. Only one scout and a single horse survived. Custer's last stand. News of the humiliating defeat infuriated Americans and led to an all-out war. Within a year, the Sioux Indians were broken and, de- and a defeated nation. Damn. So, 
Custer, had he been able to pull that off, would have been a shoe in for the president. But 250 versus 4,000. Now, I mean, but yeah, but you're talking rifles versus bows and arrows, I assume. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't there. I assume. No, I'm pretty sure that Custer wasn't fighting with bows and arrows. No, nah, I... he was fighting against. May the odds be in your favor. However, the reinforcements that came in later, they would have been there, but Custer got anxious and jumped the gun. Mm-hmm. The guys that were supposed to back him up went fishing. <laughs> True story. It's they went all fishing. about that bass. About that bass. <laughs> no battles. <laughs> no battles. June 25th of 1950, the Korean War began as North Korean troops, led by Russian-built tanks, crossed the 38th parallel and launched a full-scale invasion of South Korea. Five days later, the U.S. ground forces entered the conflict, which lasted until July 27th of 1953, when an armistice was signed at, oh my God, Panmajam. <laughs> Panmunjom, formally dividing the country at the 38th parallel into North and South Korea. And finally, we have another birthday. On June 25th, 1903, British, 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 satirist, British, satirist, a British satirist, George Orwell was born. Oh my, why do I get all the hard words? Matahari. <laughs> the one that looks this shit up like when you're going through be like "Mm, let's find a synonym for that i don't know that i can find a synonym for montahari in bengal he was born as eric arthur blair he is best known for two works of fiction animal farm and 1984 which was written in 1949 and he died in 1950 he was 47 years old damn died young and that's it, man. That was a good one. That was a good run. That was military. That was military history. I love it. I feel like this episode is just going to be called military history. <laughs> in case you missed it, in episode 51, here is your military history. <laughs> uh yeah we had to make up for military history because i i believe that 51 I, I don't think we had any military history in it no so when i was editing that i thought about doing something but it's really a continuation of 50 right and so i think i talked to you about it and you're like well technically maybe but not really kind of there was some cool shit that happened in the beginning of june right like d-day and you got to save some stuff because I've always wanted to like say something and be like, you know, maybe we leave a few things out because if we continue to do military history uh, into year three, uh, we don't want to burn it all in one shot, you know? Wow. We're only getting 26 of the 52 weeks. Yeah, well, that's true. But I don't think that the the calendar is going to adjust a whole week. Maybe. Maybe because you're gonna get a long week in there, so, or a long month in there somewhere. We'll get a bonus episode, basically. Yeah, there's a couple of months where you have where we're gonna have <clears throat> three episodes versus two. Yeah, so it it should line up, and we should miss. If not, they'll just fucking fake it. <laughs> I'll come up with something else. 
we'll have new history. I don't. I don't know. New new world history. New world history. Yeah, like uh, you know anything before two or anything after two thousand twenty one or something. I don't know. <laughs> Great. So we're gonna get a lot of fucking celebrity bullshit. We don't really have a topic for this episode, and I'm I'm looking at the counter right now. You know, as we're <laughs> recording this and. We're we're sitting pretty good, so uh, instead of trying to hit like a complete topic necessarily, I guess what's been going on, man? Let's see. Uh, I did TC Ames course uh, on uh, that was virtual e learning. Are you good with TC Ames? I'm better than average. Okay, well, I might I might have to call you uh, off the episode because I work in TC Ames and I don't know shit. Really? What do you do in TC Ames? So, I mean, here's my thing is when they said, okay, you need to have TC Ames. I'm like, okay, what is TC Ames? And then they gave me access to it. And they're like, they kind of just was like, oh, here, here have you fun. go. Are you, how many UICs do you manage? Just one? Uh, Yeah, primarily. Yeah. I mean, okay. So we have an alpha, alpha, alpha one, alpha two, but a lot of yeah. these systems, we just focus on the alpha, alpha. Well, right. Because they, Alpha Alpha should draw on the one and the two, right? Because those are just detachments. Yeah. It, well, it's, yeah, detachments. Yeah. Because which one is T? Like, remind me real quick. TC Ames is that the ammo or the uh, convoy routes? That's well, you can create a convoy roster out of it. Okay. But it's more. It's we're using it more for load plan. Yeah. And stuff like that, right? So if I want to, if I want to send all of my equipment to somewhere by vessel. I can do that based off of my my uh, modified table of organizational equipment, my MTO. Yep. I can pull all that out of PBUS or TCM's V3. And that'll draw it into the website. And I can pull all my personnel out of uh, eMilpo. It, right. So we don't get that involved in it. Uh, we literally just use it to say, hey, we want to travel from point A to point B. And yes, I have to create uh, routes for each of the detachments or locations. But yeah. yeah, we have to basically go in there and say, okay, my serial, and then I have yep. three marks. Yep. And then in each one of those, I have five vehicles, six vehicles, however many vehicles I decide to put in there. And then I have to choose my route. But if my route doesn't exist, then I have to uh, go to Google Maps and create the route, which I can't do on a government computer. So I do it on my phone. And then I send that route to another person on a government computer who can't open it because Google doesn't work on a government computer for whatever reason. So finally, I'm just like, okay, hey, look, get us to this highway, to this highway, to this highway. I don't give a shit in between. They create the routes. Then I can sit there and say, hey, here's my serials. Here's the route. I don't have any hazmat or uh, ammunition or anything like that or whatever. Please approve. Mm. So we use it on the very, very, very simplistic terms. Yeah, I'm already further in detail than you are. <laughs> and I, but I would love to learn that because I think, like, what's the what's the purpose of this program? It basically is to it creates your OEL and your UDL, so your organizational equipment list. And your unit deployment list, your UDL. Yeah. So what it does is if you're going to go anywhere, let's say when you go to um, Wyoming for AT, you're not sure. taking everything. So the equipment that you're going to take 
you can throw into TC Ames, create your, your UDL, your mm-hmm. deployment list, right? Because that's how the internet and army contractors see that. And then you know how many vehicles, how many trailers, and that helps you create your chocks, your serials, your people, and that kind of thing. Like, what? how are you, are right. you going to drive it? Are you going to rail it? Are you going to have civilian hall? What are you going to do with it? Yep. That's what it does. The point about this is that if every movement is tracked in this system, then the state can be like, oh, hey, whoa, whoa, you can't move at this time because of this down the road that you're not tracking. So that's actually your DMC's job, your defense movement coordinator. Yep. So that's where the mic, what you do, and then November, what I do, that's where we're different, right? You drive the route, I tell you. Yes, but you're more worried about the logistics of it. As far as the mic, we're just saying, hey, this is how many vehicles and what type of vehicles and how many personnel we've got to get from point A to point B. This is how we want to do it. Then you look at, okay, what are you hauling? What are you driving? Yep, exactly. What, What kind of hazmat do you have? Yep. Do you have secondary loads? Do you have all your paperwork? Yep. And you might know that there's another convoy on the road. And if you leave your location at this time, you're going to run into them. So I'm going to hold you. I'm going to basically push you back an hour. So all of that works through um, the unit movement officer piece, Mm -hmm. right? The UMO. So there's a whole, there's a whole um, formula and a spreadsheet that figures all that out. It calculates the length of your convoy, Mm -hmm. the speed of your convoy. Yep. which you enter, and then it tells you how long it should take to go through certain points, okay? Like your checkpoints. So that's more in-depth than what I do, but yeah, no, it, that's the way it should work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If you if you get a chance, you should go for that uh, UMO and then uh, the TCM's functional user. Let's be realistic. I would love to learn about... The logistics, I I would love to learn the November side of things. But given my current situation, I'm willing to crawl back into my 42 Alpha world and just be like, hey, you want me to drive something? Because I can back up good. I'll do that. But in the meantime, let me perm your records. Let me perm your records while I back up good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like... like, IR truck driver. (laughs) The operations and... The, the November side of the house, the logistics, like it is fascinating. It is interesting. But given the fact that nobody can freaking communicate, it frustrates me. And and I know that one of us is going to have trouble figuring out what we're going to fill the 15 minutes outside of military history is going to be really about in this episode. It frustrates me when you won't hear from any leadership until RMP, which is your four hour plus meeting of what's going on. What are we doing this drill weekend that really is a 15 to 30 minute phone call about like, hey, here's the hot rocks. Yeah. We'll figure it out when we got there. But it just pisses me off that leader, some leadership, not all, but some leadership will be like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't. Oh, RMP. I give a fuck. And then after <laughs> RMP, I don't care. I don't care. Oh, it's the weekend. They, they go from stone sour to slipknot. Yes. Yes, exactly. What the fuck? Uh, uh, I'm walking my dog. I'm walking my dog. Fuck, it's trail. 
I guess so. The other big thing I got going on is um, I'm working on the uh, that warrant packet. Oh, good lord, man! I don't, I don't even know. Like, how are we gonna change? We got to change it. Like, you can't be platoon daddy bacon. As I'll a be the warrant. platoon chief, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna do it. And here's your platoon chief, platoon <laughs> chief bacon. Toot, toot. All aboard! <laughs> All aboard the. I don't even know the bacon train. I'm going off the rails on, on a bacon, bacon train. train. I, I, I fucking uh, derailed. But yeah, what? Yeah, completely derailed the bacon train. But I'm waiting on letters and medical shit for that. But yeah. otherwise, I mean, it's been pretty. Life's been pretty good. What about you? It's been freaking crazy, man. It has just been absolute crazy. Uh, I'm just. I'll tell you what. the The biggest thing that you can do is just create a task list and uh, or a to do list and organize your to dos and. Every day when you show up to the office, just try to knock out as many to do. I feel that my to do list has different things on it. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, if you ever get a chance and check me out, um, I have five stitches in my right ear. Oh, is that why you don't have your headphones on? Yeah. What do you got? Five stitches? Did you play? Did you go play hockey? No. Um. So there was a guy in my platoon, and our greeting of the day to each other was hey fucker okay and i walk out and i'm like hey fucker well apparently that day he didn't like that so he jumps out of his cha- he's wearing his gore-tex in the desert he jumps out of his fucking chair and then puts me in like a headlock and fucking drug my head down in the zipper on there and fucking rip my ear open holy shit that's fucked up because like you have this friendly thing and then one day like uh i mean he's ragging or whatever and decides to fucking shove his shove your head down to his uh, ovaries and rips your ear open. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's how it goes. Yeah. If you just yeah. asked. You want to spill pennies. So then we finally get it, like, instantly you're just like, oh shit, you know. So we get down to the medics, we wake them up. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And the one doc, he uh, he had a fucking steadiest hand I've ever seen. He sews me up, right? Because <laughs> you're used to seeing, like, really shaky hands. I'm at this bar up in Alaska. I look over and it's You've this guy. You've been to Alaska? Yeah. Dude, that's, I'd love to go to Alaska. So I look over and it's this guy. And he's like, he looks at me. I look at him. He looks at me. He's like, dude, I was just telling this story about when I sewed up that guy's ear. Wow. <laughs> he like brings me over. That like this bar trick. He's like pointing out all the, he's like, that looks, that looks amazing. Like I did a really good job. I'm like, yeah, like you did <laughs> It's amazing what spit will do to a wound. Spit and super glue. Oh, I got to pee on it. So the next morning, we get a first sergeant commander, like, pull us aside. And you're like, we're still doing Friday night fights. We got to do a special round for you two or what? And we're like, nah. Like, he's like, <laughs> the first sergeant's like, I didn't think so. Whatever it was, we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> so It's a great story. Like, to be like, okay, that like at this point in time, for whatever reason, fucking shit was heated. And now you can look back on it and you can be like, that that was cool. Oh, yeah. And there was never, like, afterwards, there was never any animosity or anything like that. It was like, oh, like, shit happened. We move on, you know? Yeah. Which is the way it should be. Agreed. What else? What do you got? That's it, man. Nothing? And that was podcast episode 52. 
Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. Time for some le- We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just doing this to create content for you and your ears. Hopefully they don't bleed. Leave a message after the beep. <laughs> beep. You don't have a beep. You don't have a fucking bingo roller. You don't have a beep. Like, what do you have on there? You got a flipper noise? Ah. Uh, here, here. This is what I have. I have. No, I don't. I have. Emotional damage. <laughs> oh, no, that's right here. Uh. Ah! So hold on, can I do that fast? Let's see if I can do that fast. It was... Emotional damage! Emotional damage! Well, how did that go? Emotional damage! Uh, (laughs) Take 10. What the fuck is this? Hey everyone, I'm, Jason. I'm John, I'm Rob, and I'm smoking and drinking. We are the Video Game Lounge Podcast. We're supposed to do it together. No, no, no. This is a commercial for Star Alright, yes, this is the Video Game Lounge Podcast. Podcast not here for those to do, but it's okay. Drink for Join us every other Monday. Where we talk about what's drinking, what's playing. Most importantly, each episode we discuss games of past, present, and the involvement in May for May. Both of us on smoking and drinking a cape since smoking. Thanks for listening to us panhandle. I'm Logan and I approve this message. As I take a constant butt pounding. That's what she said. Hi <laughs> everyone, I'm Jason. They all said podcast at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody... <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. This is what every CBC <laughs> meeting sounds like. They're going to fire us. I got to go piss. Excellent. <laughs> Stone sour to slip, not.